to another episode of Trans Regret Snoopy Presents the Bible. I have a very special guest with me today. I have Jonathan Bates here to speak with me about the coming of the kingdom in Luke 17, 20 through 37. Welcome, John. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, you picked a really fascinating passage to, to discuss with me today, and I'm really excited to, um, to talk about it with you. But before we dig into that, um, why don't you tell folks a little bit about yourself and how faith plays a part in your life? Um, so uh, my dad was Peruvian. My mom uh, was from the South and was raised Baptist by a Baptist preacher. But like n- they never had, they never forced religion on us as children when we grew up in Miami. And uh, so I, I, I was an atheist. And then as I got older, I, I was agnostic. And my, you know, I think it's just, I have the same shit that everybody else has. I just use different words. So I, there's a one source creator that made all of this. Um, and I think if we all, we all agree on that, there's something bigger. And, and so, um, I just, I just use different words, but I think I, yeah, I have faith and, spirituality i just think that certain things like um that uh you know like why i like the gospel of luke is uh it comes it says that you're born full ready to feel what some people call god's grace uh i call an infinite intelligence you know yeah and i don't think you know, I think we all have that innately. And that's what he, I think the, I, um, that Christ was trying to get across in saying that, you know, um, your turn. <laughs> that's, um, that's an interesting point about Luke. I mean, I think that Luke stands apart from Matthew and Mark in a lot of ways, not just in the language that he uses and in the sort of brevity that um, it approaches um, certain aspects of the gospel with, but there is um, there are certain passages that um, reflect a similar message in a very different way, and and yeah, I think ultimately the message of Jesus was that like human beings are redeemable, and that human beings have good in their hearts because of what we're going to be talking about right now, um, the notion that the kingdom of God is is here that the kingdom mm-hmm. of God isn't simply um, some faraway place or the heavens or, you know, in, in the distant future, but actually our experience of God or our experience of His love and of His grace actually exists in the way that we experience each other and love each other. And I think that mm-hmm. that's like a really, really important point to bring up. So, um, I'm glad you mentioned it. I The context for this passage is kind of funny because... Um, he's actually being challenged here, right? The Pharisees are 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 here to they're, they're trying to like catch Jesus in like a gotcha moment, like yeah. okay, okay, tough guy. Um, if you know so much, like why don't you tell us about um, when the kingdom of God is coming? 
and and his answer is so like uh, setting aside their their attitude towards him it's honest and it is surprising i think to them they want more than anything to have like a specific answer like okay 27 years it's it's like how we are right. now it's like when is jesus going to return there very there three dimensional yeah there have been people throughout time who have been trying to calculate based on revelation how many more years it's going to be until jesus returns and it's like completely missing the point right because what jesus is saying here is that it's going to happen but it it may not be a time when you're expecting it and it may be so much further out than what you're expecting um, but that's what Jesus was really good at, right? Jesus could wrap a lot of different layers into a very kind of short segment. Well, of, uh, he, it was almost like he was a fifth dimensional being trying to explain the fifth dimension to third dimensional beings. You know what I mean? It's just like it's, um, and that's, I, I love the movie, The Life of Brian for that, because it just shows how people get the wrong message and then <laughs> and then just roll with it. Yeah. And, 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 um, and I don't think it's out of a malicious place. You know, it's just that the, that the universe is a chaotic place. But, you know, what that means to me is is just you know, other religions all have the same thing, the duality, right? And, and it's just, do, do you move out of love or out of fear? Mm. And I have been finding that when I truly move out of love, it, it, it's heaven-like. Now, is it bliss? No. I mean, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've done all the drugs. You know what I mean? It's like, is it is it um, carnal? No. It's just a different way to be conscious on this planet while you're here. And, but we like to complicate things. We like <laughs> to have to go see a guru on the mountain. We have to flagellate ourselves. We have to figure out a Dan Brown novel in order to, you know, and it's, <laughs> that comes from the, you know, the intellect. We'd like to take things apart and put it back together. And that's a very honorable part of our existence. But there's this other half that hopefully people now are getting, especially during COVID, where you have a whole new generation and population just sitting with themselves. Yeah. We've had more opportunities to get in touch with, I think, a piece of our minds that we hadn't before because we were so um, set aside by the hustle and bustle, by you know work obligations. I mean, I'm, I'm still working through all this, but a lot of folks have had a lot more alone time, and and even just not being out and going to parties or going to concerts or going to whatever. Um, you sit. And I don't want to say stew because that has like a negative connotation, but like ruminate, I think, is maybe a better word to think a little bit about maybe not the meaning of existence, but the, you know, the, the power behind our existence, the, the, the reason yes. for our existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and knowledge isn't bad. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's a noble pursuit to want to be intellectual, and Jesus doesn't decry the Pharisees in this passage at all. And it's very important in order to survive on this planet. You can't, you know, you cannot, it's, like I said, it, it's not something you need to you know, turn off or not be. It's just that you're allowed to have cake and eat it too in this case. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're, you're allowed to be the smartest guy in the room and the most empathetic. <laughs> and you know what ends up happening sometimes is that you do nothing. Because they cancel, not in a bad way. Because no, no, nothing, I know. Nothing needs to be done, and the ego has no place in it. And you know what I mean. And, and uh, yeah, I'm rambling. No, 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 no. That's absolutely right. I think 
Also, like important to note, the people that are challenging Jesus in the in the beginning of this passage were like the intellectuals of spirituality at the time. The Pharisees were um, very studious; they were very knowledgeable. And Paul, uh, who wrote so many of the foundational texts of Christianity, came out of the Pharisees. So, like it's in, it's important to be in touch with that, but oftentimes that can trip you up if you're overanalyzing. I was just having a discussion with a friend of mine about the nature of um, transubstantiation and the Catholic Church and the creation of the Church and all this stuff, and it's a very complicated topic. But um, it's easy to try to over-rationalize something that I don't believe really can be rationalized or something that we can't really reason with um, because we don't know enough about it to really be able to communicate it clearly. Faith is insanely complicated. Spirituality is insanely complicated. It is and, and, and just frankly, um, communicating through sounds out of our mouths leaves a lot of room for, for mess-ups. Yeah. You know? It just leaves a lot of room. And, 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 and so like you have to take into that, that into account that, like, that we as human beings are living games of telephone in a certain sense. Yeah. <laughs> And like always going back to needing to make things more complicated, put more knobs on it, more shiny buttons on it, when it's just like, uh, you know, sometimes I find the divinity of everything and just the quietness in between sounds, you know what I mean? It's like all there if you choose to go looking for it. And that's that's the human experience, whether or not you want it or not, you know what I mean? <laughs> I used to um, I used to complain about church always being in the morning. I, I would always go, it's like, why does it always have to be Sunday morning at 9 a.m.? Like, I'm not an early morning person. I don't like waking up early. I was up really, really early this morning, and I was walking around my neighborhood. I think it was about 7.30 or 8 o'clock. That's really early for me, by the way. And, uh, and I, I just, there is no more time that I feel like you can experience the presence of, like, the Creator or the presence of God than the morning sun. Yeah. As it casts down upon everything, it's like uh, waking you up, invigorating you, giving life to all these flowers and these trees and all these plants that are turning their faces literally towards the sun. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it's such an incredible thing. Like um, we have these moments, we we have access to these moments and we love to bury our faces in our phones and, and in and any other place to distract ourselves from it. But we have access to true spirituality, true like God experiences here on earth, we just have to be able to um, be open to them. We have to open ourselves and open our hearts to them to, to be able to experience them properly. And, and, and everything for the last however long you want has been set up in opposition to that, you know? And, and so it's like that, that I'm so glad you had that moment because that's what, that's what everybody's talking about. Now, like why you're bummed, why the, the other version of you, let's say, was bummed out because he didn't enjoy parking. He didn't enjoy having to be polite to people when it was like too early to fucking do that in the first place. I'd like <laughs> all these other things that, that you're just like, why do I have to do this in order to, to love uh, the everything, mm -hmm. all that is? Yeah. Why, why do I have to do these silly things to love that all that is? And, it, and it's like you don't. You don't, and you just having a walk with your dog is 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 divine. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you had that morning sun. I get up in the morning and I sit in the sun as well for that same reason because it's just like 
it, it, it's, it's so recharging and calm and not about the ego or the front part of the brain that is trying to fix things, which is really good at doing. <laughs> but in, in that quiet peace, that's heaven to me, or at least as far as I felt here on this planet. And again, like I've done a lot of drugs and had a lot of crazy experiences and, and it's, it's so weird to be 42 and saying this, you know, you, you just have no idea. You have no <laughs> idea. Like my mom's going to laugh at this when I send her the link because she's like you. And I'm like, I, I know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, life teaches us a lot of lessons and oftentimes the, um, the bad situations that we go through or the traumatic situations that we go through, the trouble that we go through can, um, raise our defenses and can become barriers to, um, enjoying the like magic that's in this world. Magic is a a tricky word, but, um, the, the beautiful spiritual things that we can't really explain, um, the, the trauma that we experience, and, and again, trauma is a loaded word too, but those sorts of things can create a fence between us and accepting that, um, yeah, that spirituality. And it's an amazing thing to be able to try to peel back the layers a little bit. And no one's really amazing at it, right? We all have these, these barriers. It, it's impossible to avoid. No, I have, I mean, you speak of the word miracle, you know, it's, I have a lot of male friends that had really mean, you know, lifetime movie upbringings Mm -hmm. and as adult men have chosen love and kindness and not to use that as an excuse or any, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that didn't used to happen. People wouldn't let people do that. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, there's, there's miracles if that's the word that, you know, cause what? It's such a loaded word when, like you said, prove it. <laughs> when, when, some, when, when that comes, if that idea comes into the conversation, you're having the wrong conversation. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Jesus is saying in this passage. Um, truly. You know? Yeah. He's, he's really, um, let's read. Do you mind if we jump in? If Please. we read, Okay. Let's read verse. Uh, I'm going to read 20 and 21 here. It says, being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, the kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is, we're there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. Yeah, man. Look around. Yeah. And and the footnote in the ESV uh, makes sure to mention that in the in the Greek this could also be translated as within you or within your grasp. So um, the implication is not only is it in the midst of you, like it's around you, it's in your community, it's in, it's in your household or it's in your neighborhood. It's also inside of you. No, it is you. Like mm-hmm. you are part of that is, you know, and like it. it so that makes you just as cool. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And the thing is, is if you truly knew that, hundred percent, you wouldn't go and take from others. You wouldn't be insecure about things. You wouldn't give a shit. You just would, you would be. And, and, and I, I want to believe that 95, 80% of us somewhere in between there mm-hmm. all kind of default want to do the same. Um, there, there is like a hard coding of, um, fellowship 
in humanity. We want to be with each other in some way or another. And I think that's why this last like 18 months has been so hard for a lot of people. And it's really, I think, a testament to how, you know, not only is there um, the spirit of God like within us, uh, and, and this is discussed in other passages in, you know, in the New Testament as well, but um, that when we gather, we magnify that spirit, we magnify that energy mm-hmm. and that love speaks like through us in ways that um, is basically unattainable until we gather. And um, I mean, I think it's really beautiful and, and we, we have a drive to love each other. Um, we experience all kinds of things that stop us from doing that or um, we... Um, keep our egos at the front and that, you know, prevents us from accepting the love of other people, um, or insecurities, but we truly do want to love. And that's, that's God speaking through us. At least that's, that, that's how I feel. That's, that's, that's how I feel as well. Is that like those, that, that voice that wants to come through you to show affection or whatever, that is, that is the true, uh, that's the real deal. Like not, like, not FOMO, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. not you didn't do the right ritual, none of this stuff. It's like, oh, I am, I am just, I'm a receptor like a TV is. So I can get this channel anywhere at any time. Yeah. But it takes, you know, wanting to do that. And then, and then the word faith, believing that that's possible, you know. Because when you're really depressed or, or messed up or drunk and all of the above, it's your body is just not capable of, of seeing this because you're fighting a hangover, which is just nature, you know? Yeah. And to the same extent or to, to the same effect, religion as a practice can sometimes distract us from encountering God in that way because religion does teach us in the ritual of certain, you know, certain religions it does teach us to say, where is the kingdom of God? Where do I look to see the kingdom of God? Or yeah, Um, I have to wait for it. Or I, you know, like you have to wear this dress or you have to have this ritual. And that's where, that's where the man's intellect has taken over. You know? And yeah, there's nothing wrong with theology, right? You want to get to know God better, but the second it prevents you from experiencing God where he is, then maybe we're, we're missing it. Right. Yeah. uh, He, you know, have you ever seen those YouTube videos about explaining dimensions and what like a second dimensional being would see if a sphere went through? No, I haven't. It's, it's just like you said earlier, it's okay that there are just certain things that this, this vehicle that we're in can't compute. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, embrace, embrace the mystery, dude, because like this goes on forever in infinite ways. So like, like, you know, just enjoy, just chill the fuck out, you know? <laughs> because there's nothing to run to. There's nowhere to run to. There's no thing to get. There's no, you know, there, like in, in, in a lot of uh, Hinduism, there's no thing, you know, like it's just don't, it's all there and it's a choice. You have to be like, wait a minute, I'm just going to, I, I want to feel this. And I, you know, I understand poverty very well. I understand being hungry very well. And there's like, sometimes you, you're not going to be able to feel this because of just how the world is. And that's not your fault. That's just men being men. 
you yeah. know? And, and so, like, as I speak of this, I also understand that there are people that are just, like, just, they're not there yet. And so that's not right or wrong. Or they're not there at all. And that's not their purpose, you know? Uh, the turn in the next verse... Um, and the next few verses to where Jesus is trying to describe what it will be like is, is interesting to me because um, our culture, especially right now, is obsessed with end times prophecy. Uh, whether we like use that word specifically or not, we love to think about like what is the end of the world going to look like. We talk about global warming or or um, you know endless war, or we talk about social unrest. If we talk about all these aspects of our our earthly life right now, that will eventually spiral out of control and lead us to the end. I don't right? think that's going to happen. No, I don't either. And I think that's exactly what Jesus is saying here. He's saying... Yeah, it's not going to be Independence Day. As much as all of us would like it (laughs) to be Independence Day, it's it's going to be... uh, I think it's going to be slow and gentle. Like, because, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the the ice caps are melted. They're melted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to cause a complete ocean reset. It'll take over our next hundred years, and it's like the Gaia will take care of herself, and it's just like hopefully the the generations before us have seen that like being mean is of no service anymore. We don't need to be mean. <laughs> we don't need to be mean anymore yeah. because it, it does does us no good. And so, how do we move forward? And I think you and I are alive during this pubescent stage of spiritual ascension. That is humanity, at least for the last, what, 10,000 years. You know, I don't know. I'm not an archaeologist, but like, yeah, again, I'm rambling, but I could ramble about this stuff all day long because, again, using my mouth to talk about it, it just, it feels so, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, the social stratum that we've set up in this, in this world now is going to be meaningless in a very short period of time. I agree. Uh, While we harp on in our in our world today um i I saw some study um that and this is like very very loose but um the number one um desired career for someone who's like 15 years old right now is celebrity and can you imagine what a dismal uh, yeah but but (laughs) but that's also like the that's buzzfeed you know like 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 that's not the truth like you know i i have i'm i'm in my early 40s and i have a lot of friends that have kids and the newer model isn't having this shit. It's just not like it's not even like it's it's it's. Um, did you see Twenty Two Jump Street, the, the comedy? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. All right, remember the opening scene where they sneak into high school and and like they just revert to being bullies because that worked when they were in high school, and the yeah. whole system was just shut it down and was like, "No way, dude, stop it." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, again. You and I are alive to watch this happen. Like this, 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 this was, this was not, I mean, I remember back in 95, I remember back in the eighties, like this was not going to happen like that. You just followed the rules before you, you know, and I agree with you. I think in two generations, this place is going to be Shangri-La. Now that might be asking too much, but you know, I see, I see, I see good things happening after these bad things happen. Yeah, the movement towards whatever um, the next stage of the planet looks like is also a movement towards more spiritual realization. Um, 
exactly. or a movement towards, um, yeah, a, a, a more loving society because eventually, yes, it's not going to matter how cool you are or how popular you are, or how rich you are, if um, major cities that we've come to know as the hubs of our society are underwater, it's going to change a lot about how we perceive well, also, what's if important. You, you learn about self-love as a child, as opposed to what happened to everybody like my age and older, which was the opposite, that you grow up with a full belly of love so that you don't need to buy tokens and posters and, and things to show off to rebel or any of these other things because you're loved and you know that you're loved and you know that you're supposed to be here and you know that like you're not a waste of space so then therefore like what is existence like I wouldn't know what that's like I don't know if you would you know what I mean and it's like I'm hoping that the next models are going to be like yo just do what you want we all love you as long as you're not hurting anybody go right on ahead you know I think uh, both of us probably would be very different people if we'd been raised in this in this time period, and and obviously there's like a well, then what would I be like? And and there's hopefully also, just be of service. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean, the the cooperative energy of people is what will carry us through global catastrophe. The um, the the love of your fellow man is what will carry uh, you through in the wake of something that we have no capacity to fight or to change. Um, we, we, we could have started changing it years and years and years ago, but obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, or, or the, the, the global um, corporate machine was too powerful and, and right. uh, it all spun out of control. So now there's, there's nothing that you and I, I don't think, as individuals uh, or most people could do to, to change, functionally change no, the direction we're headed. You're supposed to be yourself, yeah. complete, yeah. And people around you will feel that. And then they'll see that and they will start doing the same and, and they will feel good. And then they will make the people around them feel good. And, and like that is, that is the easiest way. Again, it's not about, you know, a training montage at the top of a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, which is like <laughs> there is a lot of the population that that's what they want. You know, they want to go through that. And it's like you don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, go ahead. But like this is on tap. This is ready to go now, and 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 I'm like really stoked. I mean, I used to not want to be here, man. Like I was, it was bad news, you know what I mean. And I was bad news for the people around me, and it was just such a weight. And I don't mind being a cliche. That's how cool this is, you know. <laughs> like I don't mind being like the dork about it. Like it's it's again like at the top of this, you know. It's it's all just man-made words, but I think we all are agreeing on the big stuff, you know? And if you're not, I think you're, ha you're having the wrong conversation, and that's it. That's just it. Like, if you're disagreeing about something, it's, like, probably because you're talking about bullshit. It's, like, all of us want to know, you know, the love of the creator. Who would want to be like, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, at their most basic core would be like, no, I'd rather, I'd rather, there's not a, there, I, I can't, maybe it's just the limited being that I am, but I just, you know, I just think that you give everybody the chance, they would. And if you clean up all the gunk, get it out of the way, you can do this on a morning walk. In fact, I, that to me is that, that that's, that's the whole thing. You got the sun the wind, the breeze, the leaves, not drywall, not 
clothes from Zara, you know what I mean? Not like <laughs> way too much cologne, you know, it, it's also this path is just completely your own to figure out. Yeah. And that's why messiahs always make money and always people not fall for it, but it's just that they want it it's because nobody wants to face up to the fact that like, you're going to have to figure this out on your own at some point. You're going to have to find your way to talk to this thing on your own. There's not going to be a token or, a, or a, you know, a card. The, um, the mention of Noah in, in this passage around verse 26, talking about the flood, is resonating a lot with me right now in, 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 um, in what we're discussing about the sort of ecological uh, path that we're on right now and how um, it's, it's coming and we don't know whatever is going to come is going to come and we don't know when it's going to come. But essentially, Jesus brings up this idea of things will be like it was in the time of Noah before it's going to come. And it's like uh, at the time uh, before the first, the first great flood in Genesis, um, God, God is displeased with the way that people are treating each other. They're displeased with the way that they're acting on earth. That there's violence and there's... And there's um, monsters like the Nephilim and all these other things mm-hmm. just, just doing weird stuff with lizards. And it's just <laughs> like, we got to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> And um, in its own way, that's happening today. So I think it's like an odd parallel, which is like again slippery slope because you don't want to turn into like um, like a like a doomsday prophesy. No, it's or like anything, that scene but... in in Austin Powers where the the steamroller is moving at one mile per hour, and he's like across going stop, <laughs> like 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 no. I mean, we know our coastlines are going to rise. Like yeah, like. Um, Again, we're having the wrong conversation of like who did it. It doesn't matter. It's happening. Like it's yeah. it's happening. The salinity levels are going to change. You know, the plastics change. The you know, the, everything's going to change. It's just it's happening. There's nothing you can do to do you know to stop that. I mean, we have to stop what we're doing as far as what we've been doing to the earth. But I'm just saying that like it's not going to. My point being, it's not going to be an Independence Day. It's not going to be a flashbang. Boom, like that it's gonna happen over time and we're all gonna have to suffer each other <laughs> while while it goes down and 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 adjust but like that's the reality of it i think it's going to require us um as people not individuals but as as a as a society shedding what we thought was the important things in our lives and reorienting ourselves and that's exactly what um what is said in verse 31 on that day, let the one who's on the housetop with his goods in the house, not come down to take them away. And likewise, let the one who's in the field, not turn back. Basically um, you can look back and try to figure out how we could have fixed this, but it's happening. Um, and so it, uh, 30 verse 32 is one line. Remember Lot's wife. She turned back to Sodom and, and turned to a pillar of salt. Uh, I don't know that that's going to happen to us, but I think that like we will freeze ourselves in place and um, not know how to react if all we can do is look back on what it was that we might have done wrong. And we'll never figure it out because we, we, we will figure out a way to argue about it and, and argue <laughs> it and, and then commodify that argument and do, you know, like, you know, it's just that, yeah, we don't have to have these conversations anymore. We have to be big boys mm-hmm. and, and put on our big boy pants and realize that like the earth and, and it's the way it is, is changing. And these old systems don't work anymore and you know 
I'm hoping that we can design systems based off of love and not fear. And, and I know how hokey that sounds. And, and somebody would just scream at me like, well, how would you do it? I'd be like, I'm not qualified, dude. I don't know. <laughs> but I know it's there. Like, like, you know, I don't speak Chinese, but I know it's real. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's that saying where it, it, I, there's, there's better ways to all of this. Mm-hmm. And to get there, we all have to do the thing, which is like, you're, 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 you're fine. You're complete. Yeah. God, God loves you and you're fine. Let's start from there and not, you need to do this or you need to do that. Well, did you buy this? Are you wearing this? It doesn't, it's so nineties, man. Um, that is uh, a thinking that leads to, uh, stagnation to be yeah constantly, um, obsessing over that kind of notion um it it's a it's the thinking that leads to death right what we need to do is think of a way to continue living in the face of what feels like the death of how we exist today and and you know i keep bringing up these little um, and I, i'm taking these things out of context but i think if anyone were to read 20 through 37 they would see that this is exactly what we're talking about here at the end of verse 37 jesus says where the corpse is there the vultures will gather um, yeah, what an incredible sides. thing it is just don't stay dead stay alive you know yeah. be um and don't don't cling on to the things that you think are your life um be alive in yourself be alive in the moment be alive in 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 love and don't stay dead in in material culture and don't stay dead in um you know the social systems that you thought were keeping you alive to begin with and that is weird to do yeah it seems impossible to a lot of people i think well, it, I get it, man. Um, I had to have, you know, I had to hit rock bottom. I had to, like, um, like I said, be a cliche, the worst of all things. Like, you know, to to want to see this, right? Now, the thing about addiction or dopamine addiction or, you know, what, what, what social media, if that's going to be the boogeyman, does is it, it keeps you on a on a neurological chemical loop right so that in a weird way you're not even in the body so where do you go and that's like the question i often ask people where i'm like where do you really go when you're on instagram or all these other places and it's just just to begin that conversation yeah your eyes roll back in your head basically you're dead right <laughs> you're scrolling well, it, it's a million it could be a million words for some people it could be dead for some of them it could be peace because their life is so difficult you know it's like it's it's just that um you you have awareness you know and depending on where you sit on this thing you, you know you you chose to be here and some people you just came you know whatever but the point is is you're here and we can all agree on that Everybody can agree that, like, well, I'm experiencing this, and it's just like moving forward. Physics has shown us that the more entropy you have, the less stable of the system. So it's like love is the only way forward. And I hate how I sound when I say that. (laughs) And I wish I could figure out, you know, tones and lights and, like, kind of like ET do that because it, it, it. Oh my God, it's, it's obvious. It's so well, obvious. It, it sucks that 
a message that is so simple and pure and true and has um, has resonated based in through physics. Every, based in physics. Yeah, you know and, what I mean? and yeah. it's like what every more do you guys need? Every bit of scripture from any religion, um, from any spiritual approach, has centered this idea. But now we have like this idea has been co-opted by capitalism or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and yeah. and now that sounds it sounds corny to say that like love is the answer to everything. That sucks. Why, why is it? This? No, it does suck, but it I mean, also it also forces people like you and I to become better at being of service. Articulating at least the um, well, I think articulation is a huge part of the game because, like, if I could articulate what I was saying in a, in a really beautiful manner, most people would be like, "Yeah, I want that." Yeah, you know. Um, but that's going to take time and wanting to do that in the first place, and then you know, practice. Yeah. Um. So the line that stuck out to me the most—I don't know if there was a particular verse that you really that you were really clinging on to from, from this, but the one that stuck out to me the most is verse 33. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. Mm-hmm. That says exactly what it is that we're talking about here. The more you're clinging on to what you consider to be your life, and life should be like in quotation marks there, right? The mm-hmm. life that we construct, all of my all of my shit, all of my stuff that I have, you know, the my, my possessions and my material goods in my job and and things like that the more we cling on to that the more likely we are to become dead in our souls and um the more that we're willing to let go of that sort of thing and i'm terrible about this i'll be the first one to admit it i mean i uh, i i have a real well, it's problem a process go it's not things. a switch yeah it's like yeah. you know that's the other thing about uh uh faith or whatever you want to call any of this stuff is that it's not a switch like you have to engage it just like you have to work out, just like you have to, you know, it, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm on this team and also I'm fine, man. You know, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> we all have a hard time with it. We all have a hard time with it. You know, I, the, other, the other part of uh, the Gospel of Luke that was dripping was the one part that stop hitting women. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's very like, important. Yeah. there's, there's a, re, you know, this, the book of Luke is dripping with some really, really rad stuff, you know, that is like, again, the Nodoy stuff, but like, again, if you're, if you're having an argument, you're probably having the wrong conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that we landed here because. Uh, I've been not just my uh, the the weekly Bible study group that I'm in just talked about Noah and the flood, but I also just um, recorded an episode about Jesus cleansing a leper from Luke five, and and right before the coming of the kingdom, at, at verse starting in verse eleven, Jesus cleanses ten lepers. The message there is a lot different because what it, what happens is he cleanses ten lepers and and nine of them basically just disappear on him. One of them comes back, the Samaritan who at the Samaritans at the time were kind of. Um, frowned upon people. They were seen as like unclean or whatever. But the Samaritan comes back and goes, Jesus, thanks so much. Like that was really groovy. And, and Jesus looks, Jesus looks around and goes, well, where the hell is, where the hell is the rest of these people? Mm. But, but yeah, Luke, Luke doesn't, I mean, Luke was a doctor. So I know that his language, uh, the way that he describes certain things, it's not clinical, and wasn't it, but it's wasn't precise. It converted, wasn't it converted from Greek? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, and, and obviously like any of the 
you have to kind of take take translations out there. No, I'm, I'm you there. know, yeah. that was I have, I find that just even more exciting because you know you know that like basically the the the, the hardcore core of it everybody agreed on. See, again, it doesn't matter if it was a Greek or this or that or that. It's just like the message you and I are getting it. We're getting it, which is just like, a, which to me, when I really got this message, which is like, you don't need it. It's all here. Mm-hmm. And you really, really get that. And by the way, it takes time. You don't, I didn't have an epiphany. This took time and work and wanting, I guess what some would call the word faith. Mm-hmm having faith that like that was going to be there going through this. And again, I'm rambling. <laughs> the, um, the image of people being um, uh, women sitting there grinding wheat together uh, and one of them being um, like spirited away into heaven and uh, a man and a wife sharing a bed and one of them <laughs> disappearing from the bed mm. uh, is like this, this image that's been co-opted by like the left behind series and all of these, all oh, yeah, of these yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Christian movies that are talking about the rapture and how, and it creates this, this air of, um, this air of like, well, some people are going to be superior to other people in the end times. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to be, I don't really see it that way necessarily. I see, I see it as more like, um, there will be some that will be taken if, if we do see, uh, an end times in that way, uh, where, people begin, the earth begins to kind of disintegrate. The particles begin to kind of come apart. Uh, some people will will have to stick around for longer, inevitably. It's not mm-hmm. all going to happen at once. It is going to be a gradual thing. And I think that's kind of what we're referring to in, in kind of a roundabout way. But I, I, I was almost chuckling thinking about this image of, like, um, it almost reminded me of, like, the Star Trek transporter thing where yes, someone just right. is having a conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden just disappears from the conversation. Right. Um, no, yeah. Um, I mean, how cool would that be? <laughs> it would be really easy. It would take all the guesswork out of this end time stuff for us, right? We could just be like, well, eventually I'm going to disintegrate. Well, I mean, and then- like, and also maybe not view this end time stuff as like, so, uh, end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it might be that like, it's, you know, something my therapist introduced in my lexicon, and I just love using it whenever I can, is what if it all works out? You know? You know, because I, I will spend an hour and I'll be like, and, and she'll be very, very attentive. Yeah, but what if it all works out? And I did, that was the one thing I, was, I didn't plan for. I honestly didn't plan for that. And so it's like, well, how do you expect it to actually manifest if you don't even think it's going to happen? And so it's, I'm just asking, (laughs) what if this all works out and it's not as mean as men and language and now Hollywood have made it out to be? It's easily proven that like you can engage people and get money from them and engage them by the fear. And like, you know, until now, I think, uh, you used to make fun of people saying that love is the answer. You know what I mean? But I think that's changing now. And COVID has helped that. Um, I think it's going to work out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that. I think, uh, I think if that were to happen at that point, you'd be like, look, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I can do work here, you know, unless you need me somewhere else. Like, that's what I think is in the future. 
and and everybody else that 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 wants to take down they're already in hell man i mean if that's how they live uh the the quote that comes to mind is don't worry about tomorrow today has enough worry of its own that um things are going to happen and all we can do is operate from space of of love Love. and positivity and trying to um create um trying to create a a community at least um or, or at least radiate an energy that allows for that love to um to propagate that allows for that love to multiply rather than um, focusing necessarily on what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? Well, maybe it does. What if it does work out? What if uh, all of this catastrophizing that we're doing? How about them apples? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to (laughs) do if it all, if it all works out? Like, you know what I mean? Like that fucking, the the, the 20,000 rounds that you just spent like half a life savings on and all these other things, like you're not going to need them anymore. What if it works out? Like, and I'm not trying to, say people shouldn't be afraid i just i just wonder if it's the spice not the meal do you know what i mean a little bit of fear here and there gets you through things but like if you're just consuming black pepper you're gonna die no you will you're just gonna die or if you just consume salt you're gonna die but a little bit of salt and pepper on on a steak is amazing you know and Mm -hmm. somewhere along the lines for whatever reasons I really don't give a shit anymore. I just know that, like, let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to look back and feel very stupid about how much time I spent worrying uh, and and Please how don't. I didn't spend enough time loving. You know what I mean? Now, it's 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 easy to. I mean, I'm not beating up on myself here. I'm just saying that, like, ultimately, we do spend too much time with this fear. We spend too much time with the worry. We don't spend enough time in enjoying each other. And, um, you know, delighting well, none of in us the have world ever really have. seen a good example of that. Do you know it's what I true. mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's hard to, to manifest these things when you don't have examples. And that's what we're trying to do right now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is to put together a way of living that's cool and fun and, and uh, harmonious. And again, I, you know, the word true, like truth should not be something that should be feared, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If it's true, it's true. It doesn't, it's not worth worrying about. It, it's, it's going to happen you. or it's, it's not big, going to happen. It's, it's bigger than you. And so like, you know, fo- focusing on the semantics uh, is all about what that, the, the gospel of Luke is, is like, just don't focus on the semantics. It's really just keep it easy and you'll be okay. And, 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 and as human beings, we all love to complicate things like, you know, we have clubs, and we have our clubs and our clubs and our clubs and our clubs and our clubs. And this all comes from a need of love and yeah. acceptance. And I'm saying that, like, all the bullshit that we have to deal with will take care of itself. Stop looking for uh, a, he- a heaven. Stop looking for a kingdom that might be right in front of you. You are, you are it. Yeah, you you are a glorious, glorious fucking being, and you're just like it's so amazing, and and it sucks <clears throat> that our current reality has convinced you otherwise. Mm. And I'm sorry for that. I was guilty of it too, and felt it too. But like, you don't have to. You don't have to know. You don't have to. And and there's a lot of space and real estate on this side. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like you have <laughs> you have space to move, you know. Yeah. Because Absolutely. it's like that that like what if they're all gonna laugh at you? That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. And and even if they do, who who fucking cares? No. <laughs> like if they're having a good time, cool. Like yeah. They're laughing. That's laughter's good, right? Yeah, dude. Like, like I, you know, I, I just want to enjoy while being while I'm while I'm here. Yeah. Because we can never be certain. Uh, what, I, you know, if again, there is faith, an after. Where the does word it go? The, the word faith, right? Like, I choose to believe like this never ends, and that there is an after, and like, and then there's an after after that, and mm-hmm. like, um, and I just. You could ask me why, and I'd be like, I don't have a word for that. I don't know. I just, why not? Like, why not? If you want to choose to be like, yo, I'm, afterlife is going to be a marshmallow factory. Why can't you have that if, if, <laughs> if you're a cool guy and, and you bring balance to the room? Yeah. And, yeah, you deserve it. You deserve your marshmallow we, factory. That's the word. That's the word. We <laughs> all de- we all deserve, not deserve, it's already there. But the, the, the love that you're looking for is, is, is just, it's right here in your chest or in your belly, in your sternum. It's, it's right there. It's right there. You don't have to uh, just take my word for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, John, this was a really, really great conversation. I, I, so Likewise. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Um, uh, is there anything that you want to maybe plug or any projects or anything that you wanted to mention before? I get nah. into our poem for this week. No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Well, uh, the, I, I chose a really short poem this week, which I thought was appropriate. Um, uh, it's by Andrea Gibson from their book, Pansy, and it is called For the Leaving. Nobody ever thinks about the weight of a comet, how heavy something has to be to go that fast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.